Welcome to the Wave Strength. Innovative solutions for a secure retirement. Presented by Pacific Life. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Wave Strength podcast. My name is Shay Freitas, digital media strategist for Pacific Life's institutional division. And back with us today is financial economist Dr. Chi Sun. Hi, Shay. Um, it felt so good to be here again. And uh, as always, I'm very excited for this episode. Absolutely. And this is the ver- this is the third article that you've written for us. I know it's a continuation of your first article. Um, this one, it's called I Didn't Sign Up for This, which is very cute. Don't let high expectations ruin a perfectly good retirement. So I know today we wanted to talk about that retirement planning process. We wanted to talk about our process as millennials, talk about our parents and how your parents are currently retired. My mom is planning for retirement. And of course, just wrap this up back to the importance of financial education. So Chi, as a millennial and as a doctor of financial education, how are you currently planning for retirement? Um, so here I want to share my personal experience. Um, so I would say because I work for Pacific Life, which is an industry company. So I know that 401k, which one types of the defined contribution plans is will, will be my main saving vehicles. But I do plan that uh, when I'm reaching the income peak period, I may also use uh, IRA to, to as an additional funding for my retirement plan. And uh, in terms of the retirement age, so I'm thinking age 65 as, you know, very normal retirement age. But my plan is I don't want to make 65 as a carting point, like, oh, immediately enter retirement after 65. I want to make it like a smoothie and gradually transition. So I probably will kind of, um, you know, easy my working load and maybe transferring to part-time job like five, seven years between 65. And I mean, 65 will be my official defi- officially definition for start receiving retirement income. Okay. Yeah. I have a personal question. At what age do you plan on investing in your IRA? So I think that's a very interesting question. Uh, it's all according to theory because, you know, I learned this from my PhD program. So uh, according to the life cycle theory, people's income normally will reach the peak period around like uh, 35, 40. So that's kind of the time I'm thinking to to set up IRA for both retirement saving purpose and income tax saving purpose. That is good to know because yeah. I have been wanting to invest in an IRA for quite some time. Personally, I'm not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. I have my 401k through Pacific Life. And then, of course, the company does match your contributions up to, I think, about 6%. Mm-hmm. So I personally take advantage of that. I have an HSA. I Unfortunately, I've had some health issues this past year, so I haven't <laughs> been able to invest in my HSA as effectively as I would uh-huh. have wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but an IRA is my next step. So this okay. is good advice for me and, of course, great advice for our listeners as well. Yeah, sure. Do you have any other tips or tricks? Um, not tips and tricks. I, I think it's like uh, people have different uh, occupation. They work for a different industry. Their retirement story will be definitely different from us. But I do want to share a story from my friend. So he works for university. He's a university professor. So his retirement saving story is a little bit complicated because he has... Um, I think um, the normal word will be the patient plan from the university. And 
um, because the university provide a pension plan, so their their defined contribution plan will not be as generous as the industry firm. So that's kind of forced him to start citing the IRA earlier than what I just said before. So that's why now he has three sources of retirement savings. So that's kind of very interesting, different from us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I know that your parents are currently retired. They also have a pension plan. And how is that working out for them? So yeah, I, I am happy to share this story from my parents because both of my parents have already retired. They have already started receiving their first check first um, paycheck of the retirement, right? So uh, I would say my parents, um, they're very lucky because they're fully covered by the pension plan. Yeah, so they have this guaranteed lifetime income until the last day of their life. And the best part I would say for their, their pension income is this income is actually adjusted by inflation rate. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so that's kind of very unique feature. It's not um, very common for um, pension income, actually. So their income will be adjusted like I think every five years, I'm not quite sure, but it sounds like that every five years according to the inflation rate. So that's the why my mom the other day, she told me, oh, my income increased. I was like, yes, because their income is adjusted by inflation. Right? So that's kind of my happy parents. And I would say um, the good thing for the patient income is I feel like they have a really good understanding about how much they're going to receive even before retirement because okay. they know this is a paycheck they are going to receive from the pension plan, right? So that's kind of make their uh, transition period, their, their retirement transition very smoothly. And they did not actually increase their living standard to a luxury retirement life. And they did not uh, kind of uh, tight their, uh, their, their living expense because this reduced the income because everything kind of stayed the same. Yeah, so it sounds like they set those realistic expectations ahead of time, right. but they were also educated properly on what retirement life was going to be like. Right, so that's kind of um, the, the main, one of the main points I talk about in the article that a lot of people, they kind of fall into this behavior trap called effective forecasting. Like people will will think their will think the future you went to be extremely good or bad than it turns to be. So people will actually have this unrealistic expectations on their retirement. And this kind of gap between their expectation and the reality cause they have this kind of unhappy retirement life. My mom, I had this conversation with her this morning. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, mom, how are you planning for retirement? And we had a really interesting conversation about it. We kind of went on a couple different tangents, but mm -hmm. she was pretty much telling me she has a 401k set up. Okay. Um, we recently got her on an HSA as well because I was telling her the benefits of that. She's very excited about her HSA. Um, and my mom is so good at saving money. She's like a super saver. She has a high yield savings account. Mm -hmm. So she's going to continue to save money there. But I think her biggest regret, and I feel like so many other older adults, is, this is their concern, is they wish mm -hmm. they started sooner. Mm -hmm. My mom says, oh, I just wish I started my retirement savings process so much earlier, but life got in the way. Right. You know, like the recession back in like 2008 right. got in the way. So there's just a lot of obstacles for so many different people, and it's challenging sometimes. Mm -hmm. How can we set realistic expectations when maybe a hard challenge comes across? 
And yeah. how can how can we get people back on track? Yeah, so I I think that is a really good question, and this is not only uh, your mom's question. I guess、mm-hmm. this will be a very common question for the coming generations of retirees. The main reason why I say this because I I also mentioned this in the article that we do see the retirement income structure is changing right now. So for our grandma, they. Like the normal people, they have the pension plan, right?、Mm-hmm. They used to the pension plan, and then back to the seventies and I think eighties around that time. Like we do say, the pension plans start to disappear, and they're replaced by the defined contribution, which means people need to save the money and manage the money by themselves.、Mm-hmm. So. You mentioned your mom is a savior, yes, and he she is very happy about saving money. But、yeah. that kind of put us on this pending question. Okay, people are so used to saving, but when they get a stage, they need to spend the money. How they spend the money, right? So this is something I think very is kind of why we're here, why we're doing、um, the lifetime income,、uh, where why we're so. Enthusiastic about promoting the lifetime income for people because when people get into retirement stage, they they face a lot of risk. Not only from the financial market, but also from this uncertain life expectancy. Right.、Yeah. So that's why we think that bring the patient back to the defined contribution. That's kind of a new concept, very popular recently. Uh, is very important to help defined contribution participant, the four hundred one k participant,、mm-hmm. to secure their retirement life, and also help them to set this realistic expectation before the real retirement starts. Yeah, definitely. And I know we wanted to talk about the importance of that financial education. Yeah. My mom, she worked in the insurance industry. It must have been like twenty years ago. So she had a really great understanding of the, the value of a retirement plan, of a savings、mm-hmm. plan. Again, life gets in the way. Not everybody has the luxury to continually invest in that retirement. So, how can we set people up for a successful retirement? Yeah. So I think this is you mentioned that this is kind of、um, why we want to talk about the importance of financial education. And I think where we have already kind of start doing that, you do see a lot of. Employer and also universities they provide a financial education、uh, program or courses to help people to better understand why I need to start saving earlier, why I need to plan the distribution during my retirement. Saving is not only the task; you、mm-hmm. also need to plan to how to spend the money, right? So. That's kind of also I also mentioned this in the article, right? So we know that because people are kind of heavily relying on four one k right now.、Mm-hmm. So the employer they have、uh, I would say a heavier burden or、uh, you know responsibility, more responsibility to educate the participant. Because we do not expect every participant they have a financial advisor they can work、mm-hmm. with, right? I would say the main education was to be or from the employer, and、um, I think I heard this concept from the webinar. I think on Wednesday, last Wednesday, I really like this concept. So the speaker talking about we need to actually change. The fear-based approach to the、mm. hope-based approach. Approach,、that. right? We don't want people to fear about their res- re- their retirement. We don't want people to fear about running out of money during the retirement. We want them to put this hope that they will have a really happy 
and secure the retirement life. That's how I think we need to change the mindset a little bit through the financial education. Definitely, I am petrified of retirement. I have <laughs> such a long ways to go, but I'm in a much better position than a lot of people. You know, I, I match my contribution, my employer's contribution to my 401k. I have the HSA. Could be saving a little bit more,、mm-hmm. you know. But even I'm afraid, and I still need education onto how to best prepare. So it's so great that we're talking about this, we're thinking about this, and we're getting that message out there to, for people to have a great retirement because it's so important. Yeah, I think this is、um, is also you know I studying this field is also my personal mission,、um, trying to get more people educated about their retirement saving planning. So just feel, just help people to feel released from this fear. I might schedule a session with you sometime if you don't mind. <laughs> I am happy to, but I may charge for you. <laughs> That's okay. No、yeah. worries. Chi, <laughs> it was so good talking with you today. You, again, you provide so much experience in this area and so much knowledge. We're always so happy to have you on the podcast. So please come back next time, and we're looking forward to it. Definitely, we love to do that. Perfect. Thank、okay. you so much. Thank you. And again, thank you so much for watching the Wave Strength, and we'll see you next time. This has been another episode of the Wave Strength, presented by Pacific Life. Don't forget to catch us on YouTube, and make sure to subscribe. Although this podcast is presented by Pacific Life, the opinions and views expressed are those of the hosts and participants, and do not necessarily reflect Pacific Life's views on any of the topics discussed. Pacific Life is a product provider. It is not a fiduciary, and therefore does not give advice or make recommendations regarding insurance or investment products. Pacific Life, its affiliates, its distributors, and respective representatives do not provide any employer-sponsored qualified plan administrative services or impartial advice about investments, and do not act in a fiduciary capacity for any plan. Pacific Life refers to Pacific Life Insurance Company, Newport Beach, California, and its affiliates, including Pacific Life and Annuity Company. Insurance products are issued by Pacific Life Insurance Company in all states except New York, and in New York by Pacific Life and Annuity Company. Product availability and features may vary by state. Each insurance company is solely responsible for the financial obligations accruing under the products it issues. This podcast was recorded on January twentieth, twenty twenty-three. Thanks for joining us on today's show. We'd love to hear from you. Join the conversation below and leave a comment on your thoughts on what the industry can do better for participants as it pertains to lifetime income solutions. And if you'd like more interesting content, click one of these links over here.